Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, visit journeytn.com. The other thing I was going to say, had I been in a better physical place on Sunday night when she said, well, why is it hard to come to Journey? And I was like, have you listened to the podcast? <laughs> I thought you about not have. See, there was a bunch of things that, hey, welcome to a Journey Now podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah. So glad you joined us today. I'm here with a mask on. Oh, you're on. I think we're on. Um, and Oh, uh, wow. And, and we were just discussing the table from um, the Sunday other night. night. Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yep. Somebody asked, why is it so hard to come to Journey? And Mike had a great retort for that, but didn't speak up. I was actually going to say it, but Susie about jumped out of her seat to answer that one. So I was like, yeah, go for it. Here's what I love about Susie. Mm. I mean, of many You're things. On. Right. Besides. Yeah. Susie is. Let us count the ways. Yeah, let us oh, count the ways. But good. one of the one of the go ways ahead. I love go ahead. Yes. is that Susie <laughs> She's speaks with her it. face. We've talked about oh. this before. Yes. And in that instance, the question came up because Kevin had made a, oh. a remark. We had about a random statement. A couple hundred people. Uh, we did an all church table. It was really great. It was glorious. And um, made just sort of random throwaway comment about, hey, you know, sometimes attending our church isn't so easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and one of our wonderful, wonderful dancing queen part timers, yes, our dancing queen, <laughs> yes, she is. She, yes. she said, "What does that mean?" I think it's really easy. And so we were getting into it. But one of the things we wanted to say was, if you've ever listened to this podcast, we have mm-hmm. other ones that are great and professional. Mm. And then there's this one, yeah. And um, if you're somebody who doesn't have a sense of humor, yeah. or if you're somebody who is still thinking that um, somehow church is reverent, well, it, it, it hopefully is in the right ways, hopefully, but that that ministry staff are somehow a higher breed of human being. Mm. We live on a much you know much more elevated spiritual plane. Then hopefully you've been disabused of this notion. But speaking of disabused, well, speaking of excuse you, uh, no, higher I got reverence. Higher, yes. Ooh. I would like to give a shout out. I'm. I don't know if he's listening. He did inquire about the podcast, but oh. yesterday, mm. Brad. Nope. Oh. We Hi, met Brad. Nick the Bug Guy. Oh, Nick! That's Nick right. The bug guy we met came Nick the Bug Guy yesterday from American Pest Control, not today, sponsoring this podcast, today is but providing Tuesday. pest so control. So he came Sunday? Monday. No, Monday. he came yesterday. Monday. Monday. Oh, okay. So we're speaking did in you, real Did you lose a day? I did, actually. Uh, uh, how'd that he, happen? He came here on Monday to yeah. spray the building. Hallelujah. To get, to get rid of all those nasty stink bugs. bugs. Yeah. 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 Susie has but to think about bugs. I just need to tell you what we learned from Nick the Bug Guy. Oh, yes. Because he confirmed some really wonderful things he confirmed that essential oils actually help in repelling some bugs no i think they're great as a repellent there's no (laughs) doubt i have no problem understanding essential oils as a repellent of things a repellent of money a repellent of relationships of human yes of human human touch yeah 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 exactly so i have no problem with that go ahead i'm just saying he said (laughs) that for people who have Things like cancer and other ailments yeah. where they don't want to have chemicals in the house. But sure. he highly recommends the use of peppermint oil. Yep, sure. peppermint. And was, as mm-hmm. as a doctor, professional physician, yes. Yes. I, Listen, trust his, I trust bug, his judgment. Nick the bug guy knows about repelling bugs. Yes. And yeah. he was really sweet. And we had a great time with him. And he looked to Kevin and I and he said. You know who lavender, <laughs> no, you know no. what lavender re- repels? <laughs> Men. Uh, 
Okay. Go I ahead. actually like lavender. Continue. Go ahead. Thank you. Well, it Thank says you. a lot about you. Yes. But Nick the bug guy, in Look telling us all about the bug stuff that he does, yeah. he stops. <laughs> he stops at one point and he looks at Kevin and I and he goes, the church I go to is a lot drier than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. It was really yeah. Really yes, funny. he did. Yeah. Well, see, there you go. Not that. Not that it's bad. Either. That's no, why this podcast. He actually podcast told us what exists. church he goes to, and it is a great church. Yeah, I've heard uh, really great things. There are other. Yeah, yeah, there are loads of them. Well, it's loads. Just, it's loads. Just, if you're going to listen to this podcast, yeah, um, the bar is low. <laughs> the um, the qualifications for ministry are thrown out the window. Huh. Um, oh, there are qualifications. Well, yeah. I, I think so, but okay. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how we all got here. I don't either. All right, but speaking of disabused, so I'm we're the, speaking of repelling. I'm uh, the, Susie Lynn preached this weekend, mm, and um, I don't know how to take what you. Just, no, know. just it's I'm coming. Like, wow. It's coming. <laughs> okay. It was, and yeah. it was. And it yeah. was fantastic. Speaking of terrible. Yes. Susie <laughs> Lind taught this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking yeah. more peppermint. Peppermint yeah. oil. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the teaching was great. The teaching was great. Um, Seth Erie, who, mm. if you don't know, if you've never been to our service, my son Seth closes our 11 o'clock service. And he has a very particular set of skills. And a particular agenda for how that... A liturgy, if you will. He has a liturgy about how we close our services. He comes up and he recites the Shema. It's the cutest thing ever. He pretends to read it from the screens, even though he's got it in his sweet little memory. And leads us in the Shema and then tells us to stack and chat and you know do the things. And sometimes he'll call up announcements or he tried to serve communion once. It's just, he, you know, it's awesome. Anyway, but he went... Whenever someone who who someone teaches who isn't dad, he will go back and watch to see if they did Shema. And Kevin mm. is no O for nope. Shema. O Kevin for. does not do nope. Shema. Yeah, and so Kevin, I am. You like, are dead to him. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I am. Susie has done it. I, I think I think you did something that engaged him. So he watched you, and he came down after the service, um, and he was very disappointed. Mm, he said, "Dad, serious. bad news. Susie forgot stack of chat." And he went back and confirmed it a couple of times. Oops. And then for I the rest the of the time. day was reminding me that Susie forgot to tell everyone well, to stack a chat at the I did. When I went home to take a nap afterwards, mm. I yes. looked at my phone before I drifted off into sleep. Yeah. And I received a text from Justina Erie's phone, which I no. know it's not Justina Erie That's when Seth. these sort of texts appear. Yes. And all it said was, Hi. Perfect. Hi. Perfect. So I know he was kind of like trying to figure mm-hmm. out how he was how gonna, gonna say this. How bring I'm gonna care front her. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. Me. yeah. So it just said hi. And so I responded, Hi Seth, with a smiley face. Oh. And then I got nothing afterwards. Oh. Until I talked with you and on the and then, phone. Yes. And then and then he said he call Susie. Came down and uh, and yeah. He put the hammer down. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Seth, I was really grateful for his feedback. Yeah, and it was very gentle. Very it was gentle. Very yeah, just I mean, hi. Well, but he never I said anything. He just Seth, said hi. This yeah. is what I told Seth. I said, when you don't show up to church, mm-hmm. things fall apart. Yeah, and this is why we need. So you. true. Yeah, that's so true. There's some truth. So that. Seth knows how to t- how to type, hi, and Seth. Yeah. So uh, if you so ever just he get could an read email, what I said. yes, that's good. He knew that you responded with hi. It's kind of I am Groot. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> And that perfect. Yeah. That high and yeah. Seth could mean a whole range of human totally. experience. You yeah. did not do the Shema, nor did you just stack it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, though, in all yeah. seriousness, yeah. I do have something to say about Seth and the mm. way that he's 
part of our our gatherings. Um, we we've had I've noticed in the three years that you've been here, I've noticed that we've had um, not only have we had more of our community who are people with special needs, mm. but it seems that I can think of a couple of people um, in particular who are people with with that are special needs, but are um, feeling more engaged in our community mm. and feeling more, um, you know, comfortable speaking up, like asking questions even, yeah. and, and just being themselves. And I think that that's the gift that Seth has brought to us mm. is God has really used him to free up other people who may have felt not... Mm part of the community, useful, seen. enjoyed, seen. And God's used Seth to really um, yeah, open, that door. open that door for people, yeah. mm. you know? I agree. That's so it's cool. It's really beautiful. But what's amazing to see our community just to yeah. light. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a very, like, and, and parents with special needs kids, it's lonely. Because mm-hmm. unless you've walked the road. Yeah, you right. just don't know. Yeah, you can't. And you mm-hmm. can't. And yeah. it's not fair to expect anyone to be able to understand that. But when you when you see a community embrace mm-hmm. your kid mm-hmm. the way and delight in your kid the way you delight in your kid, oh my goodness, there there yeah. literally is no no greater blessing you know to us than that. So thank you, that's awesome, and that fits with the the job description. We we were praying. We found out Seth had Down syndrome three months before he was born Mm -hmm. and to live with that diagnosis i mean we were just crushed i mean there was no seth attached to it it was just yeah Mm -hmm. your child has down Mm -hmm. syndrome right yeah yeah and this is not the family you signed up for you know and so we were devastated and we you know prayed for healing and prayed for you know somehow the test would be wrong or whatever and a dear friend of ours who had a little had a little extra special connection to the holy spirit just one day said hey uh, I think you need to stop praying for Seth's healing because Seth is going to be a healer of people. Mm. And and I couldn't receive it then, but yeah. looking back, I mean, we we um especially when when he was newly born, we would meet with couples who had just found out mm-hmm. that they had children with Down syndrome and were considering either giving them up for adoption or aborting them right. if they were still in utero. And they would choose not to do those things because they would see Seth. I mean, yeah. it was just remarkable. So he's been, that's his career arc, is, <laughs> is just sort of being like, and that's why, you know, when we talk about um, the church seeing people at the margins, mm-hmm. I mean, what a beautiful example of how that matters. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So anyway. Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. Our church has been so delightful with him, and he, he's just it's it, it's his weekend. I mean, he we've mm-hmm. already talked about it. Mm-hmm. Who's teaching this week? Susie again? <laughs> I said yes, but we're going. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Yeah. You're like, how do you do this every week? <laughs> oh, I know, so good. So anyway, um, that was his big critique. He loves you. He delights in you. Mm. Um, but you didn't do stack and check. Yeah, just so- don't be an idiot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, after a 40-minute message. I will try to do better. Try to remember Stack and Jack. Yeah. Yeah. So how's Seth in general about Christmas? Does he like Christmas? Is it like high on the list, low on the list? Christmas means one thing, Kevin Dixon. It's his birthday the day after. 
And that's what gets the press. Oh. So his birthday is December 26th, baby. And who gives a rat about yeah. Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all he knows is that December 26th is it's, the day. It's all about that him. That boy's turning 15. He has plans for Anna Timmons that ah. day. Anna Timmons oh. is yeah. obviously related to Tim Timmons. Yeah, and, yes. um And it's just a wonderful young lady. And Seth has decided, without any prior approval of anybody else, right, yes. right, that... Anna um, is Anna's the one. Anna, well, Anna for now. Yeah, and um, for now, yeah. So that's what Christmas is for him. Christmas okay. is for him the the day before his birthday. Yeah, right. okay. So we've tried to jazz it up. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, get to Jesus matter. to get to the the totally. real the real birthday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. to be honest, yeah, yeah. So you know, that's that's kind of that's kind of how he works. We're already talking about where we're going to eat. Yeah, so where it's are you going to eat? It's good parenting. Where well, we gonna... have three. We have three options, and he rotates between them. Chick fil A. No, no, this is, we go fancy. Okay. All right, so. Oh, no. Zach's Red just... Robin. <laughs> Red Robin Red, is, oh, is I like Red Robin. Yeah. Yep, we love it. Yeah. Cheddar's is a new mm. edition, a oh. late edition. Yeah. A, a Franklin. Yes. Frankly edition. Yeah. Or we took Nate to Hibachi. So oh, watching yeah, Seth that's our say Hibachi uh, is the greatest thing mm-hmm. ever. Uh, okay. But he doesn't want to go for the food. We stuck him in McDonald's. So we ate McDonald's at Hibachi. Yeah. But he loves the. So experience. we don't know. He loves the experience. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Did you go to the one in Cool Springs? We did. It's so good. It was so good. We Have had a great time. I'd, I'd never been. I'd never been. Yeah. And then I good. immediately went home, bought a grill, and and tried to hibachi. Yeah, yeah. Blackstone. Yeah, 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 exactly right. And it didn't have the same sort of effect. Mm. But anyway. Anyway, so Seth Eery. I want that video. I do too. <laughs> I want to see you, you do like a little volcano. I'm slinging, I'm slinging rice. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was no, I didn't cut anything. Okay. No, but I was trying to dish and I was trying yeah. to flip eggs and I mean uh, it was it was a catastrophe. Did wow. you flip a shrimp into your pocket? No, I've tried oh, doing man. that, but I don't All have the any good pockets. Ones. Yeah. All the good ones. Yeah. So so we'll see. So anyway, I mean I don't want to take too much more time yes. on Seth Theory. But that is that is a, a day worthy of celebration. Mm. So we have Jesus' birthday, yeah. Seth's birthday, and then we're done for the year. Okay. Like literally the calendar year. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. So, yeah. Yeah. Throw away. Yeah. Susie. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of Christmas, mm-hmm. oh, so good. Yeah, it's well known that Kevin Dixon hates Christmas. So, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> Kevin Dixon came in. I think, but it was now October. I have something else to look forward to. Seth's birthday. Exactly. Yes. Yes. You grow, you're, we might do a big old party this year. A we big might. old party. Yeah, it's 15, fifteen. Man, come on, yeah. halfway to thirty. Yeah, Kim Yeah, <laughs> take him to Pardon Panera. Me? Did you say Panera? No, a quinceanera. Yeah. See. See. Yeah. Tim, Tim, Do boys is, have continued? Tim no, is bilingual. They don't have continuous, but it was just <laughs> yeah, okay. it was a funny thought. It Tim is yeah. bilingual. Speaking of which, we got a prayer in Spanish that I need you to translate. Yeah. Oh, see, I asked Rob yeah. Gonzalez to translate no, it. He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. And my yeah. Google Translate couldn't pick up on the right. Oh, you guys give it to me. I got this. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well known Tim is multilingual. All yeah. I got from it is gracias, Jesus. Oh. Which is thank you, Jesus. Breakfast. Oh, no. Hey, thank you for translating that. I'm sure we had no idea about that part. So, thank you. It said hola, which means hi. Yes. And then it said gracias. Yes, yes, gracias. Jesus. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Which think, translates, I mean, according to my yeah. Spanish knowledge. Yeah. Thank I think you, at Jesus. the end it says hi, Seth. Yeah. So, well, it could, it could have. <laughs> hola, Seth. Oh. Hola, Seth. Oh. Well, this has been great, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So, so Susie. So, yes. I mean, 
Kevin, I mean, and Kevin, let's be honest. Whoa. Mm. Let's. When Kevin loves something, he loves it. Mm-hmm. And when he hates it, True. he hates it. True. There is it. And he doesn't have, I mean, he's not, he doesn't have, like, like this is this passion eh. doesn't extend to a ton of things. No. But, like, people walking on the church lawn. Right. Hate. Yeah, right. I don't like Red that. vines. Red vines. Love. No. Beyond love. No. You don't Twizzlers. Love? I know. Oh, I know. Twizzlers. I always say oh, red, red vines. vines? Yeah. Aren't they the same like, thing? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Dixon exists on a, on a, um, on a, uh, a sugar continuum. No. <laughs> That's the reason you're never sick. It's so true. Twizzlers, like, yeah. Diet Coke, and black coffee. Yeah. So you've oh. got a mommy boost. You got your Ricola. Yeah. That's I my, my, that's my um, yeah. dome of protection. There it is. That's it. There God. it is. That's awesome. But one of the things Kevin Kevin hates, and he announced it early, and we've talked about this before, of course, is Christmas. So Susie and I. I think we should clarify, though, that he doesn't I like hate Christmas. the birth of Christ uh, no. and celebrating it. He I don't just like the commercial aspects like of Christmas. He doesn't like the commercial aspects of it and no, the requirements. Of not. church leadership, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not, you got it. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does love Jesus. Very much. I just want to make it sh- well, make yeah, it clear I mean, those, that our yeah. our lead pastor does, in fact, love Jesus. Uh, but it's yeah. all the years of something being <laughs> bastardized and made into a bigger. Okay. I realized something. Yes, correct. Yeah. I also realized something the other day. Um, I won't smack the table. Probably. I don't. I'm trying not <laughs> Good to. Good Lord. Good Lord. And stop sucking on that. <laughs> Whatever that is. That Ricola. 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 Yeah. Hey, uh, I realized something. I have not missed a Christmas Eve service. Ever. Ever. Well. Ever. Really? Is it three? The, three years old? You were I was Eve in services? church. I asked my mom, did you take me to church the year I was born? Yeah, you've been in church your whole life. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Eve. This is, so, is going to be your first first time I've ever got because I'm flying to New York that day. So I will not be in church on Christmas Eve. <sighs> How do you feel about that? Uh, feel. That's the word. Um, well, you feel. I'm working now. that one out. Yeah, I'm working that out. <laughs> I'm not feeling any guilt or shame. I'm, I'm feeling a little glad, like yeah. new adventures, new things. That's good. I still but, think you hate Christmas, but that's a whole different story. You could try to polish this up, Susie. It's a hatred. Okay. Yeah. He kept, the words were, "I'm not going to be around for Christmas, and I don't want anything to do with it." That was the that was the sentence. So you could polish that up to, "Well, he still loves sure. Jesus." Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Once Jesus is an adult, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> Just for clarification, on the spectrum of of love and warm feelings. Yes. On the other end of that spectrum is not hatred. No, mm. it's indifference. It's mm. well, yeah. I'm not contrasting. I know, love. but I'm just saying. No, I, you are not indifferent. Towards I know. Christmas. I'm there not. Is a, there right. is a holy hatred. <laughs> there is a a truly mixed feelings about Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. ah, is it mixed though? Oh, it is. Anyway, all that is to say, Susie's teaching two weekends in a row. Yes, and led off an Advent series that's a little different for us. Susie, why don't you tell us just a little bit mm-hmm. about the next three weeks, how we're approaching it, leading up to Christmas Eve. Yeah. So we're looking at Advent from the perspective of the past, present, and future. And that Advent is not just a countdown to Christmas. Or to Seth's birthday. Or to Seth's birthday. Or the day that Kevin leaves for New York. Um, It's actually a way that we look back into history and we um, enter into the time when 
Christ was born and the time leading up to Christ being born. And we do so so that we can learn how to live now in holy, hopeful anticipation of his return. What does Advent mean? What does the word mean? It means coming or arrival. So it's the anticipation of Christ's coming, not just when he was born, but when he comes again. And the thing that's different that we're also doing this week, this Sunday, is um, talking about how Christ still comes into the ordinary, into the everyday, how Christ is with us and we experience his arrival into our current daily lives. And how is Advent different than just getting ready for Christmas? Because the two are very tied together. You know, in the minds of some of us, Christmas mm-hmm. is okay. December parties, commercial stuff, blah blah yeah. blah blah. Buy happy presents, happy birthday. Wrap presents. Right, yeah. right. So, how is Advent different mm-hmm. than that? Well, I think it's it, you know when you really look at the way um, the way people have been practicing Advent for years, is that it's more of a spiritual practice than it is um, a getting ready for a certain a specific day. I mean, there is that's part of it because that's part of what we learn in it. But, you know, this last weekend, we talked a lot about light and darkness and how when John says that Jesus came and in him was light and the, and the darkness didn't overcome it. And we can look at that and think about the darkness that we currently feel and experience in this life. And especially right now, I mean, I think a lot of people feel the weariness of the world right now. Mm-hmm. And so it helps us be in that space and not necessarily try to escape the place that we're in or find a way out or spiritually bypass it or anything, but it helps us to sit in the darkness for as long as God has us sitting in the darkness and recognizing that he's there in the darkness Mm. and the darkness doesn't overcome him still. Mm -hmm. So what does that actually mean for us? What does it mean for us? Table. What does that mean for us? Table. Yes. Wow. Listen, yes. Look, look at you go. I right? know. Um, I we th- that's really what the conversation revolved around in the uh, aftermath of the first gathering in the eleven o'clock. We should call it the aftermath. Gosh, <laughs> that's that our is new. Great. That's our new. Convos with Kev is now yeah. the, the aftermath. aftermath. Yeah. I like that better. Yeah. I like that. Um, and and understanding the darkness is is difficult for people to. Hmm. Um, because that was the primary conversation of, um, so what is darkness? And so we talked a little bit about how darkness can settle on us in many different ways. It can settle on us emotionally, depression, different mm-hmm. different um, uh, feelings that revolve around even the holiday is, you know, being left out, loneliness, some of those things feel like darkness. Um, and then you can be in a situation where life is hard, it's difficult, it's shrouded, it's, it's hard to see your way out, you can't see forward, that's darkness. Um, and yet they're like, well, is, how does the light then play a role in the darkness? Well, the light helps in the darkness. The light is with you in the darkness. We had a lot of conversations around that idea. Um, it, and a lot of people in that group on, on Sunday were struggling with, how to express emotion, feelings of darkness without it affecting the whole, without bringing more darkness. Mm. 
So, mm. and I think that's, that's really it's so interesting because that's what we're always concerned about, right? I don't want to bring more darkness. Yeah, and right. it's like there's that's the beauty of Advent, and you know, I quoted Fleming Rutledge, who writes a lot of beautiful things about Advent. She's given a lot of sermons on Advent that she has in her book, but like, you know, it, she says Advent begins in the dark, and what Advent does is it invites you to be okay sitting in the dark, mm -hmm. even though you don't maybe feel okay, but to know that you're okay because God is with you. And it invites us into those places where we can sit and say things like, you know, that we feel from time to time, like, you know, God doesn't feel present right now. Where is he? And questions like that, questions that prophets asked for thousands of years. Where are you, God? And how long, oh Lord? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It invites us into a place of lament that things are not as they should be, mm. you know, as, you know, when Jesus came the first time, he came to bring the kingdom of God from heaven to earth, but not completely, right? So it's already, but not yet, yeah. the kingdom of God. And so right. as we're in this like in-between time, it's not yet. And so some there are some days where we feel the already really beautifully, mm -hmm. and then there are days where we really feel the not yet. And we say things really flippantly like, come, Lord Jesus, come, or like, I can't wait for Jesus to come back and make it all better. Yeah. But you know, as you and I were talking about last night, like it doesn't, that doesn't necessarily, like what do we actually mean by that? Are we looking for an escape? Are we looking for relief? Mm -hmm. Or are we looking for God to come in the ways that, that he does often so unexpectedly to our rescue? Yeah. So, I mean, it's like Seth, right? You know, mm -hmm. your prayer for Seth to be healed was answered in a very mm -hmm. unexpected way. Right. Seth became the healer. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you often say that he's your teacher in the way of Jesus, right? Very much so. And so he he's healed you in so many ways Absolutely. with his presence. And mm -hmm. so I don't know. I just think it's 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 a in and Lent does the same thing, quite frankly. It allows us to be in the darkness. Let allows us to be in the wilderness. I know Kevin hates all these things so much. <laughs> you guys are using strong words when you do Kevin, we're using the words yeah. and the I mean, facial well, expressions. Your facial you expressions, use. when I talk about it, indicate yeah, your that face, you are your face opposed. Talks. <laughs> His middle finger is always up a little bit. Yeah. One of the things that makes um, Advent so interesting in contrast to Christmas mm -hmm. is that posture, that yeah. that. Advent is a time of longing. It's a time of getting in touch with desire yeah. and getting in touch with uh, like what's unfulfilled and what's disappointing. Mm -hmm. That's why it's just much easier to celebrate Christmas as right. a you know ramp up and commercial holiday. And, and that's why I thought that article that I quoted from Christianity Today was so mm -hmm. interesting mm -hmm. because it's like great. the people in Israel are showing us today what they showed us thousands of years ago, mm -hmm. like what it what it is actually about. And the article talked about how Christmas is you know, Christmas celebrations are canceled in Jerusalem and Jordan and Bethlehem because church leaders, Christian church leaders there don't want to have any unnecessary festivities because they're suffering with those who are suffering all right. around them. Right. And, yeah. you know, but then they talked about how they're still going to have worship services. They're still going to have devotions on the meaning of Christmas. Right. So they, they don't need the festivities, but they still need Christmas. And to me, that's like the most beautiful picture 
of what Advent invites us into is this like sorrowful acknowledgement of suffering in the world. Mm -hmm. And yet we also really need Christmas. Right. I was, uh, I had my, um, oncology appointment. So I was at the cancer center this, when was that yesterday? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, you walk in and there are Christmas lights up. Mm-hmm. There are poinsettias everywhere, you know, deck the halls with Zamfir on a pan flute, you know, oh, music going, flute. you know, and we're sitting in this room with just all walks of life. Mm. And there was this woman in a wheelchair, in, in a wheelchair, just because she can't walk at the moment. And her husband is with her and he's just holding all of her stuff and she's just kind of rocking back and forth. And, um, at some point she is like, has tears and she's just in so much pain. You can just see it. Mm. And she basically says to her husband, I don't think I can do this much longer. Like, yeah, I can't do this. We hear a whisper that like in tears (laughs) and we're just like, you know, that just wrecking. Yeah. And seeing the two, seeing the Christmas stuff, Mm -hmm. holiday cheer, and seeing this woman who is in pretty bad shape. Yeah. Um, and then another friend of ours that we put on this this cancer retreat this past year, another guy who's, um, we lost one month ago, one of our attendees. And this guy, his mm. family, he was just said that there's no more medical help for him. Mm. So got two daughters and he's oh. a teacher. And I mean, it's just so stupid. So praying for him, praying for this woman, and also trying to see the bigger part of Christmas mm-hmm. through all of this. So it became really real, yeah. you know, obviously with all the Israel stuff as well, but that was just right in my face. Wow. And also the you're there for yourself. Yeah, there for myself, yeah. Yeah. But, man, that that's that's a hard place to go. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. so yeah. it... it yeah, bringing this conversation into that place is when this mm-hmm. stuff really either matters or doesn't. Right. Like it's either a sweet platitude that who cares mm-hmm. or. Yeah. So is guy going to do something for either of these two friends of mine? Well, I yeah. don't know her, but. Or not. Yeah. And what what is the bigger mm-hmm. encouragement there? Right. If he is our hope, not what he does for us. Yeah. How does that play out? in yeah. their stories. Yeah. yeah, that's where the sentimentality of Christmas kind of misses the point at times. And that's that's probably what I dislike the most is the and you 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 describing that that makes me really sad by the way. Yeah. Um I'm just telling you how I feel. Um Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and and then to but Christmas brings something different to that situation than it does to merely a merriment of people forgetting all that is wrong in the world, but actually he brings what's right to the mm-hmm. world. And so it's that contrast that you hold in tension. It's not the celebration, it's the what he brings that's right. So what does he bring right into that situation? He brings compassion and he brings understanding. He brings the feeling of I've been there, I've experienced this, I've walked this walk, I've um, and I can be in it with you. He, he brings presence. Um, and in that, 
you can find you can find your way to gladness you can find your way to joy because this isn't the defining moment of life yeah that's good but that that woman received Christ's presence in compassion through you and she didn't even know yeah you know so what does that do what does that even mean i yeah, mean but, like mm-hmm. so it's that it's you know, we're, it's the trust that we're not alone, even when we feel like we are. Because she might have felt very alone yesterday, but the reality is she wasn't because you were there and God gave you compassion to be with her. And so I don't know. I don't really know how it all works or why it yeah. is the way it is yeah. or what it all means. But like that to me is... Okay, even when we feel the most alone, we're actually not alone. And so what does that do, if anything, for our frame of mind, you know? Yeah. I do think that the people listening to this podcast really love you, Tim. So I think it's important that you share what your experience was for you yesterday. Because mm. they're going to be calling, wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my tumors have not grown. So they're, they're just hanging out. Which is amazing. Yeah. We're thankful. So we just celebrate that today. Mm-hmm. And it's been years, right? It has. I, I, it could be like five years. He said one of the tumors may have grown a millimeter or something. Mm-hmm. But as of today, and tomorrow that can change, but today is the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. This is the day. Yeah. God what's, that, what's, that, what's that arrival like for you as you're heading to... As you're driving up there, or, and you have the day on your calendar, mm-hmm. you know you, the appointment's coming. Is there after? How is it? How is that for you? What's that like? It's different at different times. It hits me at different times. So it's 23 years ish of you know a five year death diagnosis. You know, yeah, um, which is crazy, which is totally crazy. And we were every three months. For most of those, you know, for 20 of those years, we're every three months. So, yeah, it's a lot of practicing. You have a lot of practicing of, like, not letting the outcomes be bigger than the gift of this moment of today. Mm-hmm. And yet, I think the greatest thing that I'm learning the past three years is holding the tension of gratitude, which is my X on my wrist every morning, mm-hmm. and grief. And like holding the, I've, t- I've talked about this a bunch, I'm sure, in the past three years, but it's it's really profound. I think I've wallpapered over so much of my sadness with Thanksgiving, right? But needed more grief than was than I gave it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah oh, of course. For sure. Um, and then sometimes we can lean so heavy in the grief and forget gratitude. Mm-hmm. And so but that's um, Advent. I mean, you just described mm-hmm. like perfectly. Mm-hmm. The tension that we're trying to hold that has been forced on you unfairly mm. and for way too many years. That's that's what these like mm. Advent let like the, to live in both mm-hmm. the the promise, excuse me, that he has come, is coming, will come. Um, and the, it's just it's awful. It's awful. It's it's so disturbing, and he should never have let this happen. You know, yeah. both of those simultaneously. Yeah. I mean, like you've yeah. And 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 every year you encounter those appointments differently based yeah. on yeah, I just go, wow, that's mm-hmm. yeah. That 
that's one of the reasons why you have, you know, such profound wisdom and insight is that you've been forced into a place that most of us use Christianity to try to avoid. Mm. You know, Christianity for us just becomes the ultimate expression of a year-long Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, happy day. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's a red bow. It's it's commercialized. It's whatever. And that keeps <laughs> us in touch or keeps us from actually having to trust God yeah. for things that are way outside of our control, things that are so hurtful, disappointing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So thank you for yeah. for sharing that. That 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 speaks. Yeah. That Good. speaks. Good. Yeah. I mean it's Hill and I were just talking about it the other day with somebody, but it's it's the greatest gift we've been given. For all in all the ways. In all the ways. I mean it's stupid. Nobody lo- cancer's the dumbest. Right. But I mean, it's in some ways what you'd say about Seth. You go, mm-hmm. gosh, what seemed like a end of life diagnosis for your family has become this. You would not trade it for anything. It's a gift. And yeah, that's. I mean, it's so stupid to say, and it's almost a cliche until you're in those moments. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't trade this. There's no way I would be who I am today. Or have joy that I have today without this. Yeah. So. And also grieve at the same time. And exactly. be okay mm-hmm. to have permission to grieve and And they don't cancel cry each other and, out. They right. Don't. And they're both expressions I of faith. Think, I think for years I felt like they would cancel each other out. That, that's what I inherited mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Is that that kind of doubt, grief, disappointment, anger, that was the opposite of faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And boy, did the Bible. Well, which is so interesting because when you look at the Christmas story from the perspective of Mary, you know, she's 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 being told that she's going to give birth to the Messiah. And she goes on to sing this song of resistance and and victory. Right. And then the next chapter, a sword will pierce her heart also, you know, and she's holding that in her heart. Right. So it's like. Even in that moment, in that very beginning, she had to hold the tension of two prophecies, one that was going to like destroy her, essentially her heart, let's say, and the other that has given her so much courage and life. There you have it, sports fans. Yeah. We're going to turn the lights off now and sit in the dark. Well, Mike, I hope you're... (laughs) HSV. Yes. HSV. Gets better. It's KJV, RSV, and NASV. All together. NRSV. So, yeah. <laughs> I hope that gets home. better. Respiratory. What it is RSV? Is Respiratory. I, I don't know. It's a weird name. Sphinx, no. Sphinx, Spetzer. <laughs> Spetzer valve. Yes. Yes. Spetzer valve. Uh, Respiratory Spetzer valve. Yeah. There it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hope yeah. that gets Respiratory better. Respiratory sucky virus. And yes. Yeah, that's and, good. and walking pneumonia. I hope you progress from walking pneumonia <laughs> to you. running pneumonia <laughs> to pickleball pneumonia. Thank you. This week. We're good. I Thank feel you. really good today. Yeah. Mommy well, juice. I don't know. But here's what happened. I mean, we were all, <laughs> Susie, we were all fine until you cracked the door. And then we cleaned the one oh, spirit. You know what? Mm. Isn't that so true? Yeah. We were all great. We were killing it until Susie got sick and then the dominoes fell. Yeah. I don't know. And it's kind of like when the head of the household, you know, accepts yep. faith. Yes. And then the whole household. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. In yeah. Reverse. She accepted. She accepted the, sickness and yes. now it's in. 
Yes. And we're just all looking must, at Kevin. I must still be here's, out. Here's what we'll, we'll know. Because <laughs> I didn't get it yet. <laughs> we'll know. No, yeah. no, here's when you're going to get it. Oh, When you go to Christmas New York. Eve. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, hey. so you're going to be at home. Hey, uh, or we're in not New York this. Hey, hey, this. Hey, no, no, no. Kevin. We were hey, this. Hey. But it's probably going to happen. Well, you know, we're, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just playing probability. Yeah, yeah. probability. Rolling the dice. Yeah, yeah, It's the roulette wheel. Yeah, the one Christmas Eve. And the marbles still bouncing. You're not in church. For the sixty-five <laughs> years of your life, careful now. That that sixty, it, yeah. The church will probably explode. You will probably melt. You know, I rebuke all of this. In I, the yes, name I of have, the Father, the Son, what? and the Holy Spirit. I am leaving it all in your capable hands, and I have no worries whatsoever. Thank you, Kevin. None. You guys will have a blast, and you will knock it out of the park. And I'll bet. I'll bet there's going to be some good food in the kitchen. Yep. Well, after yeah. Gosh, 70, 74 years. I don't know what that is. After 74 years. 74 years. This is the first time. Yeah. Finally. So proud of you, man. Miss yeah, way to go. Way to yes. step out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way, yep. to, way to risk it. Yeah, waited yeah. until I had to walk with a walker to get out of that. Sesquicentennial. Yeah. I mean, seriously, 84 years. That's yeah. a, that is oh such a gosh. journey. Okay, Dang. thank you for joining Dang. us on the Journey Now Wait a whole podcast. Hey, can I get yeah, my teeth out of that glass over, over there, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four years. I got some lemon juice over here. Yeah, can you can you get the polyden off of those for me? If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you would share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram story and tag us at journey underscore TN. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app.